Welcome to the Pactum. This is Pat Abendroth with Mike Grimes, and today we are going to talk about discouragement. <laughs> Dealing with discouragement, Mike, discouragement is in the news. It is in the news. It's, it's in everywhere. politics. It's in pain in my body. It's in disease. It's in my sin. It's in the sins against me. It's in the church. It's in my family. You doing okay? <laughs> it seems like it's un. Ending, so we are going to talk about dealing with discouragement. I'm easily discouraged. How about you? Easily discouraged or more thick-skinned, resilient? I am easily discouraged. I think I live in the melancholy lane of life, which makes me just more bent to be discouraged and gray. Right? I think I'm the up and down guy. So I'm really up and then really down, and Mm. public face is just steady, but... Or up, maybe public face, but man, I am so discouraged so frequently. It's easy to be discouraged in the world, isn't it? It is, and I know that uh, discouragement is real for people who listen to us. So yeah. anyway, regardless of which kind of person you are, we're going to try to not discourage you. <laughs> we're going to try to encourage you yes. because we need to deal with discouragement. But before we go there, let's talk about something, oh, I don't know, off the wall, uh, what you eat in these days, what you drink in these days, oh, what's floating your boat, what you're watching you, on the internet. Uh, speaking of food, you said what you've yeah. eaten. You know, I have become super into an Instagram account called Sandwiches of History. Have you oh, heard of this no, account? No, okay. I want to I want to be It's be this guy, it. his name is Barry and he of I course, of course that's of course that's his, his name. name right i don't know when he started the account but he literally just makes a sandwich in his kitchen every day and he posts it on instagram but he talks about the sandwich and their sandwiches from history because he uses cookbooks from 1901 1928 1931 to so their old sandwiches some are really interesting who, need, who needs a cookbook for a sandwich I, by the way well that's the question a lot of people ask how do you okay. need that but super interesting ones he just made one and i tried it yesterday it's a reuben we no. we invented it in omaha nebraska <laughs> it is that for real? I actually think that's true. That's amazing. I love Rubens. Okay. Okay, but the sandwich I tried, get this. Are you ready? <laughs> Tell me. I am sitting down on okay. the Pactum sofa. This is wild. It is peanut butter. I'm in so far. Crunchy or smooth? I uh, didn't say. Okay. I had creamy at home, so I did that. Peanut okay. butter, mayonnaise. No, lost me. Ready? I'm out. It keeps going. No. Mustard. Ugh. Pickles. Okay, pickles and peanut butter. I pickles and do. peanut butter. I'm into that, right? And then a tomato. No. So my wife is like, what are you doing? And yeah. I did. I made it. It's a recipe for dealing with discouragement. It, it is. I bet you were And happy. I'll tell you, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm eating. I'm eating weird sandwiches from oh, history. What, what about I, you? You eating anything fun? I made homemade pasta sauce the other day. Because you did? I got a truckload of tomatoes from some friends, Pactum Verse listeners, the boss. And so I just thought, you know what? I'm home all day studying, doing all this today. So... Let's make some pasta sauce. So it was tasty. Was L- it? A little spicy for my family. And uh, I don't know if the garlic made it so spicy or what it was, but yeah. we made chicken Parmesan last Ooh. night in the air fryer. Ooh. So it wasn't so bad for you. Yep. Makes it better. Healthy. Oh, 100% I, I, healthy I'm, packed inversion. I'm digging it. I'm That's totally awesome. digging it. Wait till we have packed in pasta sauce. <laughs> no, we're not doing <laughs> pasta sauce. My last experiment with pasta sauce didn't go that well. So I don't know. I couldn't. How do you get the seeds out? Yeah, okay. I mean, you it, it, it said like that was an option. Times? No, I just didn't do it. Okay. Oh. You know those um like it's like a wand kind of um blender. Yes. So I put all Immersion the tomatoes. Blender. I use that. Oh, okay. I left the skins on, I left everything you on. Did it, like and is it nice and thick? And... It was super thick. You had to reduce it down like by half. Oh, Ooh, I'm telling you what, dude. I'm getting hungry. I know, but after all that time, I'm probably just gonna buy the I don't know. <laughs> 
Prego or ragu <laughs> or, off the shelf. or whatever it is. Oh, but no, that's fun. It was kind of fun. Fun experiment in cooking, not baking. That's baking is cookies, right? I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> discouragement. Here's a fun fact yes. I learned about discouragement when I looked it up on the internet. Uh, it said a loss of confidence or mm. enthusiasm, dispiritedness, Lo- loss of confidence. And I thought discouragement it's the opposite, opposite of having of courage. courage. And that was kind of a light bulb moment for me because when I'm discouraged, I don't want to face tomorrow. I don't want sure. to face the next minute. Yep. I don't have the courage, if you will, to keep going. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to bail. I just want to be in denial. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but maybe just even understanding that kind of maybe, I don't know, a little happier. Like, oh, I need to have more courage to face hard things. Sure. I need to be more encouraged. Yes. So that's what so, we're going to talk about today. Indeed, we are. Yeah. Not not how to avoid it, not how to get rid of it altogether sure. because of certain theological reasons. Right, yes. And we are a theological podcast. We are. That's Be, true. Uh, for certain theological reasons, we, we think if we can understand it better and how to deal with it better, uh, things are going to be faceable. We're going to yeah. have more courage facing difficulties. So sure. you ready for this one, Mike? Are I'm ready. you seated on the other side of the pactum sofa? Yep, Don't yep. sit so close to me. <laughs> I'll scoot I think, so this, this mythological pactum sofa that doesn't really exist, right. I envision as like maybe fluorescent green, Ooh, right? With a big pactum like logo on it. That would be awesome. It would be kind of cool. Ooh. We have to be careful what we ask for. <laughs> we ask for things, <laughs> and now we have coffee because we're friends with a coffee executive, uh, and then we have like these iron signs that are made for us. We have a Pactum snow globe. I tell you. We've got... I when, saw I saw Pactum onesies, yep, even, even just today. Onesies. So we have to be careful what we ask for, Porsche. Yep. We have to be careful what we ask for, Air, <laughs> Airstream. Yeah. <laughs> If I walk in my office and there is a neon green sofa with that, a Pactum emblem stitched in it. Right. Very mod, kind yes. of 60s kind of I won't chic. complain, but my office is getting full. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I'm glad you're seated on the Pactum fluorescent green sofa that yep. doesn't really exist. I'm ready. It could be orange. It could be. Orange well, yeah. would be good. Here we go. We're going to do seven strategies that start with S that will assist you in surviving discouragement. That's good. You must be a public speaker, a pastor for a living. That's <laughs> that's incredible. I, I'm not even a Baptist. Well, maybe I am. Did you get an A in alliteration class? I'm, ooh, I saw what you did there. So each of these <laughs> points of understanding, these strategies do start with S. Each one does. Uh, and let's start with the most significant, most important way to uh, avoid discouragement would be social media. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, not. Oh, wait a second. Um, maybe that might be one of the... Now, I do have real genuine friends um, who, sure, who yeah, I've met on yeah. social media. But man, I think maybe one of the most... Maybe the news and social media are, and myself would be... Those are discour- points of discouragement. Yeah, social so, media, maybe not the way to... Um overcome and deal with maybe we'll say stop that starts with an s stop social medias media (laughs) okay the first one for real let's do the first one so let's start with we need to understand the sovereignty of god and that does start with an s it does so i i know this to be true i know listeners you know this to be true more than likely um mike you're you know this to be true we know god is sovereign we know it helps when we remember that uh we know all of these things but we forget but if we don't know and we don't understand and we're not reminded of the sovereignty of God, we're, we're only going to be discouraged. Right. I, I don't yes. know how in the world people who don't believe in the sovereignty of God 
aren't, aren't paralyzed by discouragement. Sure. So let's do remember the fact that God is sovereign. That means he's the king. That means he has all knowledge, all power. He has a decree. He has a perfect will that's always carried out. Oh, my shoulders are always already going down. <laughs> Theology is helpful. Yes, it is. So Ephesians 1.11 teaches that God works all things after the counsel of his will. Yeah, yeah. So the person who was rude to me or the person who hurt me or insulted me or the huge blow-up trial that's happening in the neighborhood or in my family, somehow God is working and God is sovereign and it didn't sneak up on God and he's using it for my good. Romans 8, yeah. whether we're suffering or being persecuted, all of that, the, the huge list in, in Romans chapter 8, God is using it all together for our good because we belong to him. It's helpful. It's helpful. It is to understand that, keep that in mind. Uh, but we do caution people sometimes about when they're meeting people who are discouraged and mm -hmm. suffering and entering trials to not smack them in the face with that and say, well, you know, right now you all have permission to smack me in the face, um, <laughs> maybe prayerfully, cautiously, thoughtfully, <laughs> but it really is what we need to remember. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yep. It really helps us get through trials, difficulty, discouragement. But you're getting to the point we don't need to be jerks about it. Yes, we don't we, want to do that. We can just weep with those who weep and yes, we can rejoice that. with those who rejoice. But yeah. we have to re we have to keep coming back to this reality and default mode for us is we forget and we think we're sovereign and yeah. we think somehow the circumstances in our lives are out of God's control. That's why we're freaking out about it. So we need to remember God is good, God is for us, God is sovereign, God is powerful. None of these things, uh, none of these hairs on our heads are being lost. Right. And Mike Rimes. I don't have any hairs on my head. To lose, so but... the, the Lord has easy work in Mike's life. <laughs> <laughs> he's one, he's one of the easy children. <sighs> well, but it, it's all all under God's care and control. If we could remember that, I think we would be we would have more courage, and we would say, "I can face tomorrow." Because <laughs> okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Let's do number two. Yeah, number on two. our list. Let's also understand what I'm going to call the self. Understand the self. So let's understand who we are as sinners in Adam, people who are weak, living broken lives in a broken world. Right. And then we can flip it, right? Not only do I need to understand the fact that I'm broken, I'm not glorified yet. It's no wonder that I'm having a hard time. It's no wonder I'm dropping certain balls. It's no wonder I can't get it all done. It's no wonder I said the wrong thing. But then there's also the other side. When I, I think of myself, there are also other selves we sure. need to think about. Right. Yes. Thinking of others in our life, right? Is that... Yeah. yeah that's what I'm yeah. getting at. So yeah. we have our wife, if we're married, yeah. or our husband, uh, our kids. Not my husband, but Well, yeah, right. right. For our listeners. Right. You're, women, you're pretending. You're yes. pretending. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, kids. If we have kids, uh, other you know leaders around us in the world. We have church, we have church members, we have the leaders in our church, So, yeah, uh, and others. With all of that in mind, I have to remember that when I'm burned by, by someone else, when my wife lets me down, when she's less than perfect, though that's very seldom, <laughs> <laughs> but when people sin against me or people aren't the friend I need or that I think I need or they... Don't encourage me the way I need to be encouraged. I mean, I'm going to, in other words, I'm going to be let down Yeah, yeah, yeah. because not only do I need to think of myself in the right way to avoid over discouragement, I need to remember it's no wonder the other, other people let me down because they too are fallen. They yes. too are weak. They too struggle. 
And so if I don't remember that, I expect everyone else to act perfectly, everyone else to call me back, everyone else to be there for me when I need them most, to be, you know, mind readers, to be omniscient. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's these things that they're, they're basic core tenets of the faith that we understand who God is and who we are. Yep. But we just lose sight of that. We lose the, the 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 grasp of that reality in our life, and we need to be reminded. You know, I've I've talked with people several times uh, over the years, and it comes back time and time again to simple reminders of you know why you're facing these issues or trials or suffering or struggles is because we live in a sinful, fallen, and broken world. You're sinful. The other people in your life are sinful, but these things aren't a surprise to God. Yep. And so it's. It's helpful. We have to keep these things at the forefront of our memories. We're walking through life. Only Jesus is the one. Jesus and Jesus alone will never let you down. Yeah. Yep. So we have to keep that in mind. We don't want to use this as an excuse to be lazy or to not pursue excellence sure, or yeah. to be responsible. But really, today when someone wrongs me, well, it's sort of like that, that marriage book. What did you expect? Yeah. What did you expect? When yeah. two sinners say, I do, yep, yep. there is going to be trouble. Yeah. So we have to keep that in mind. So. Yep. It, don't be have good anthropology, have good theology proper, yep. and it will help you to cope with discouragement. Let's do number three, starting with an S. Let's understand. Well, understand doesn't start with an S. It doesn't, but that's okay. Understand suffering. Suffering. Yep. Okay. Biblical theology of suffering, if you will, sin and its effects. Oh, we, as we already mentioned, we live in a broken world. We live broken lives. And so it's no wonder that I'm going to get sick. Uh, the effects of the fall, the fall uh, radically affected the world. So yeah. I'm not going to live forever. Gravity's against us, I like to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a matter of time. It's not if, uh, it's when you die, when you get sick. It's a downer, but at least if you know that it's a reality, and it's, there's a reason for it, and it has to do with sin and the effects of the fall and the curse, I can at least grapple with it better. Yeah. Okay, I got bad news from my doctor. Okay, why is this happening to me? Okay, why am I not as healthy as I used to be? On and on the list goes. Well, suffering is is part of the Christian worldview. We we know the answer to it, which we'll get to in just a little sure, while. Yeah. But why are these bad things happening to me physically, emotionally? Well, guess what? It's called we're in Adam. Yeah. Guess yep. what? It's called the fall yep. and the curse. Yeah. We also probably should think of this in terms of persecution happens and sure. it's promised. We're yep. going to suffer because of the name. Yep. Right? Yep. Suffering for the name of Christ. Right. So remember Jesus said in John chapter 16, I've said these things to you that you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. <laughs> oh, so there's peace because of the good promises of Christ. But we, in this world, we will have tribulation. I think one translation says in this world, you will have trouble. trouble. Yeah. But he says, take heart, I've overcome the world. But let's at least for now underscore the fact that in this life, in this world, tribulation is ours. Yeah. So what does that do to the left behind? No. <laughs> He's probably not talking about the great tribulation, <laughs> the great tribulation but tribulation. we yeah. will have tribulation. That's a promise to all Christians. Yes. Yeah. I always am reminded of Philippians chapter 1, verses 29 to 30 as well. It's granted. Mm. Uh, that's a grace word. It's yeah. been granted to you for the sake of Christ that you should not only believe in him. Ah, that's a good Calvinist text. Yep. Sorry for you Arminians who are coming around, but we're being patient, but we're <laughs> trying to bring you along. It's been granted to you to believe. So faith comes as a gift from God. He thinks we, he expects us to know that part. Right. Yeah. Um, come on, Arminians, get with the program. Uh, <laughs> he says, but also yeah. it's been granted also to suffer for his sake. Hmm. So suffering is part of the Christian life, not only just because the world's broken, it's also, it's, it's broken and against us. Yeah. 
if we're in Christ, the one who alone can fix it, which is pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. So this is like opposite of health, wealth, prosperity here. We're saying what's promised to us is suffering, trials, tribulation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So one, once we get that airstream, it probably is going to get a scratch or something. Yeah, that's going to be hard, but we'll deal with it. We'll be, you know, we're not going to be discouraged. We will be able to mount up the courage to face tomorrow. Saddle up those horses. Oh, yeah. We've got a trail to blaze. you gotta, you got to deal with those scratches. Oh, the Bible Promises book. It includes suffering. We're going to do seven of these, starting with an S, trying to overcome or cope with discouragement, discouragement because... Well, maybe I'm the up and down guy, and Mike is just the uh, melancholy guy. We we should need, we need someone else to be on the pack. We need animal. a happy person. Hey, we need that person who's always <laughs> well, like this. I don't know. Sometimes that can be nauseating, can't it? <laughs> I, I literally ask some friends of mine, literal friends. I'm like, so, like, do you ever have down days? For serious? Hey, what? I'm just ready to go. Did Would you they, like what to buy? What do they say? Uh, I ask one good friend of mine who listens to the Pactum, and he basically said, "No, I'm just always up." So oh. I know I'm like, what I does he eat? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know not the my, same sandwiches. I do. My That's... wife, Molly has said before, what is with these people? <laughs> <laughs> Little, you know, we, we all need each other. We do. But yes. discouragement is a reality. And if you are that person who's always up and always positive, I, I bet you get discouraged by certain things. I'm sure. Maybe in the privacy of your own yeah. sofa. Yep, that's true. Okay, number four on the list of seven of these. Okay, we're doing number four, and that number is four. understand salvation. And mm-hmm. in particular, understand how salvation works. What we want to zero in on and focus on would be the already not yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that remember, we we are saved and we are actually glorified, even though we're not glorified and we're right. not contradicting ourselves. It's absolutely certain how it will end. Yes. Yeah. And so we want to remember that so that we might find confidence, right? To, sure. to face yep. anything because we know how it's all going to end. One of my very favorite texts over the years, uh, and I think I probably only understood it just lately to mm. actually understand it would be Second Corinthians 5.17. Sure. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, and all Christians are in Christ, last time I checked, mm-hmm. uh, we're united to Christ, we receive Christ and all his benefits. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that's a Christian, he is a new creation. Mm. And maybe we need to think in grander and in biblical theology. He doesn't just mean you're like a new human, a new person. You get a do-over. You're part of the new creation. Hmm. That's a synonym for the kingdom. You you are already a kingdom citizen. You are already a fixture. You're already a part of the new creation, uh, the kingdom that will last forever. And he says, the old has passed away. And I'm here to say to you, Pactum verse, it, it actually hasn't, but he says that it has, and he's not lying. How can that be? And then he says, behold, the new has come. And I'm here to tell you, That's not true either, but it is true. (laughs) Yes, it is. Because in Christ, it's all true. It's as good as done. The debt has been paid. Everything has been rolled out for us. We are heirs, but we are waiting to step into it, so to speak. Sure, yeah. We're, We're still anticipating fully realizing it. That's why we, in theology, say things like already, not yet. Yeah, yeah. But it really is great. It's why Romans 8 says we're glorified, but we're not glorified. Right, yeah. But it's, it is as if we are because we're united to Christ. Mm-hmm. So awesome. It is so good. Really, really, really is wonderful. That. Jesus says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Mm-hmm. Certainty. Absolutely. For sure. Mike, one day, no pain. No pain. Yeah. Right? 
Yep. No pain. No pain, all gain. (laughs) One day, no tears. One day, everything is going to be made right. No more emotional strife. No more internal turmoil. No more bodily pain. All of these things we know are true, not because we hope in ourselves, but our confidence is in Christ. Yep. I need to come to church. This is one of the reasons I come to church every Sunday. Yeah, I yeah. know you think it's so I can preach, <laughs> but I'm preaching to myself as much as anybody else. I, I just need to be with the fellowship of the saints to be reminded through word and sacrament, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Raised with Christ, yeah. blood shed for me, new covenant realities. I, I forget this, as I always like to say, before I put the, before I get out the key fob, before you, get out you used to have key, to yeah. say, before I get the keys out, yep. I, I bought the low package. I, I have the low trim package on there my Toyota and I actually still have a key. The key. My wife, on the other hand, she's got a better trim package on her <laughs> Honda. She doesn't have to get the key out. So anyway, before I actually get in the car and I don't know, push the, push the button, push the ignite button <laughs> or, or turn the key, whichever one it is. Right, yeah. What do they have in Tesla's? Anything? I don't Is it just like a chip in your forehead? Probably. I think so. A tattoo on your wrist kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. You wave I've never even, in, I've, I've never even been in one. I haven't either. But I hear they're fast. So the reality is we forget this. I need church. I need ordinary means of grace. And every single time I am participating. I'm a part, I receive and I rest in Christ and I hear the proclamation of the good news. I hear the law. Yes. I hear the gospel. Yes. <sighs> Already not yet. It helps me to face discouragement. It helps yeah. me to maneuver better. I'm so thankful for the Lord's wisdom in giving us church. Yeah. Yep. Those reminders we need week in, week out to be remind, reminded of the promises of God that find their yes and amen in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. How about if you do the next one? Okay, number five. We're going to keep on rolling here. Uh, This one starts with an S. We do have the word understand. Understand sunlight. Oh, let me quick do a word search in my Uh, Bible program and see sunlight. Sunlight. Hmm. Mm. Where where in the world are we going to go with this? I think we're heading to, maybe we're thinking kind of like uh, understanding sunlight, thinking of creation, maybe ants. Think of ants, little bugs. It didn't start with an S, so we said sunlight sunlight instead of ants. ants. And we're thinking Proverbs 6, 6, right? Go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. There so it is. We're thinking of how God has created the world, how the world works. So yep. Thinking natural law. Absolutely. So let's think in terms of natural law because the Bible itself tells us that not everything we need to know is in the Bible. <gasps> uh oh. Pause for action. The Bible itself tells us that not everything we need to know is in the Bible. That's why Proverbs 6 says, go to the ant, learn from the ant. Uh, yeah. So as. You said, Mike, natural law sorts of things. How right. does how does God's world work? Right. Yep. You can't look you can't look at general revelation and natural law to be saved, but you can look at it to understand the world and sure. to understand something about how it works. And then, especially if you have the Bible and you have special revelation, you can understand it even better. But there's something about the way God made the world and the way God made us as image bearers. Yep. Yep. We're supposed to. We're invited to study God's world, such as the ant. We're going to use the sun in this case because it starts with an S. <laughs> but since you mentioned. Sun, yeah. S-U-N. Yep. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't claim to be a scientist. I don't claim to be a biologist. I don't even play one on television. <laughs> <laughs> but, and sometimes the data, you know, the, the conclusions regarding the data change. But f- as of right now, last time I checked, okay, sunlight's 
helpful. Sunlight is helpful. Right. They say, yeah, they so say it's helpful. It can help your serotonin levels or yeah. things like that. And whether or not that's true, I don't know. Um, but people do suggest that you, you spend time in the sun to avoid depression. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's not the only way, but it's one of the ways. Uh, it also helps with vitamin D. I've read... According to the scientists, <laughs> it's the people who have lots of learning. Um, They're smarter than us. It's actually supposedly. good. I have skin cancer, and so I've had to have that removed. Hey, so too much time in the sun is not good. I should have learned mm. from general revelation. <laughs> <laughs> but special revelation, or excuse me, general revelation would tell us, you know what? Maybe it would be good for you, and you could face struggles and discouragement. Maybe, hey, why don't you get out and take a walk? Yeah. Uh, why don't you get some fresh air? Why don't you get some, spend a little time in the sun? Uh, back in the day when I used to uh, mow Warren Buffett's lawn. You just, did. You know, there you go. Hey, uh, street cred. I, I, yeah, I can remember not talking to him about it, but talking to um, his significant other mm. at the time. Okay. Uh, she was saying something about how the doctor was just trying to get Warren to sit outside or sit in the sunlight for at least 10 minutes a day hmm. so he could at least, you know, pretend to be healthy. Kind of a hermit, kind of a hermit kind oh, really? of guy, yeah. just huh. uh, inside, kind of rec fascinating. Rec yeah, recluse looking. So anyway, why did I want to mention that? Because I wanted the whole world to know that. You still don't know the phone number, right? <laughs> by heart. <laughs> by heart. I'm sure they've changed it by now. So it could even be like things like exercise, huh? You it, know? Right? How, be, how much better, I mean, how much better do you feel if you just go? Listen, it's true. And I'm here to tell you. <laughs> okay, Mike is on the packed I'm about sofa. To jump on the sofa. He is okay? on the sofa. It's true, though. Sometimes you just do feel better, and then what do I do? I just go eat the garbage and feel terrible and say, why do I feel so terrible? I, because I don't move. I think I may have done that once. Oh, yeah. Yep. Within the last 12 hours. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> right? If you could uh, just muster up the gumption, so, whatever that is, and just go do it. I, my wife, Molly, doesn't. She likes it when I'm around. She likes it when I'm a homebody. Uh, it just, I'm thankful for that. Yep. Yeah. But she's gotten to the point where she's like, yeah. and I tell her I'm going to go for a bike ride and I'm going to go out and do something. She's like, oh, that'd be great. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do that? Because she knows. <laughs> yeah. She knows I'm going to come it's home benefit, happier. It's right. going to be better. Everything's going to be more peachy. Yeah. So, so anyway. th this point number five, I'm, I'm wondering what our Pactumverse listeners are thinking because we are not. I mean, we're not saying go read your Bible and pray and fast and it's, meditate. It's we're saying not that those things are bad. We're saying, hey, you know what? There might be some benefits that you can draw from a little bit of sunlight, some exercise, some healthy habits. Here. General, revelation. General revelation. When mm. I eat better, I feel better. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Mm. Now, the Lord did declare all foods clean. Yes, I love bacon. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe, maybe I don't need to eat the whole well pizza. <laughs> leave a couple for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> self, so self control does come self into all of this. Right. So yeah. uh, let's common sense. Let's have some common sense. The Bible invites us to have some common sense. In other yeah. words, yeah, yeah. and uh, personally speaking, I'm a lot more encouraged when I make good common sense decisions. Sure, not so. Not always so easy to do, and maybe you like to do other things that help you feel good. May the Lord bless you. I'm sure we could go on and on. Let's do number six, though. Let's do number six. Number six is understand stranger sojourner status. Indeed, we need to re we need to understand. We need to remember this is not our home. Mm -hmm. This is not the New Jerusalem. I'm so thankful. Yeah. 
I'm so thankful this isn't it. And that's why the Bible refers to Christians as those who are exiled, those who are strangers, sojourners. Uh, Sometimes I think it's the King James translation says strangers and aliens. And we have to remember that. First Peter uh, uses this. Uh, Interesting, Peter borrows from the Old Testament the way Israel is described when they're exiled. And he uses that to describe the church. I realize you get kicked out of some seminaries for saying (laughs) things like that. But Peter does it. He He does. does. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 1, to those who are elect exiles, he's writing to Christians, he's writing to those who are part of the church, but he knows that they know the Old Testament well enough to know that's Old Testament verbiage. Right. The Israelites are not in Jerusalem. They're not in the land. They're exiled. They want, they long for yes. home. They yeah, long yeah. to be back in yeah. Israel. But in the meantime... Life is hard. Yes. It's complicated. Yep. It's more difficult. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11, I urge you as sojourners and exiles, and then he calls them to live a certain way, yeah. even though they're not comfortable, even though they're not experiencing what they want to experience, they're, to experience they're still called to do things that honor God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what we want to communicate to you today is remember, this is not our home. Therefore, wait for it, wait for it. It It makes sense that you're not comfortable. Right. Yeah. It it makes sense that you're troubled. It makes sense that you're unsettled uh, because you're, you're not home. Yeah. And I love to, I love to travel. I love to get away. Most people do. Yep. Yep. Uh, but there's, what, what is it about the way God made us to yeah. long for you want home? to go home. Man, on that like last street light that I'm turning on to get back to my house, so I can just wild. feel my shoulders going down. Yeah. I can almost smell my, what my house is going to smell like. And, yep. Oh, it's like, I, I'm so happy to be home, my own bed, my own pillow, because I've been sojourning. Yes. I've yeah. been away. Fascinating. Um, you've traveled out of the country before, Mike. Yeah. I, have you sensed this even greater when you were hours away? On oh, an yeah. Airplane, you know, you're yeah. You're on planes across the ocean. You're on other continents. You're you're in a sense stuck there. You know, yep. there's no escape. And there, I mean, I've had a couple times in other countries where I have this moment of realization. I am literally stuck here uh-huh. until my flight leaves, and there is nothing I can do about it. But all I want to do. Is go home. It's like panicky. It is. I don't like and that. And you freak out. Yep. Oh, wow. It's intense sometimes. Uh-huh. But... And, and you don't have the same rights as your United States citizen oh, sure. rights. Yep. And yep. so you're a little bit more afraid and the justice system is different. Yeah. And you've got your guard up. Yep. Uh, I think maybe when I was in Jordan, I think maybe I, that made me nervous. I was pretty happy to leave Jordan. You know, oh. we, the last night we couldn't leave our hotel because the maybe the State Department, U.S. State Department issued some kind of warning for. Oh, and you're like, no. oh yeah, I'm putting that little door, uh, the chair under <laughs> the, chair door the door handle, door handle. And <laughs> as if that's going to do a lot of yeah, good. Yeah, right. Bust it. Oh man. Yeah. So, j- believer, believers need to remember there's a reason why we don't feel all together at home. Sure. Yeah. Yes, I live in a country that I love. Um, I'm patriotic. I love a lot of things about America. But boy, there are things I don't like about it. Yeah. And then, you know, depending on who's, who's in office and politics and who's running the show, and uh, I can become very uncomfortable, very unsettled, very panicky. Oh, very discouraged. There, yes, very discouraged. Oh, Pat, this is not your homeland. This right. is not the New Jerusalem. It's no wonder you're having a hard time figuring out how to maneuver this. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Let's close the show out today with number number seven. seven. Before we do number seven, yeah. because I know some people 
most don't do this. Most Pactum listeners don't do this, I, I've been told. But some are tempted when we're wrapping up the show, yeah. when number seven's done. They click, turn they, it off. They, they go on to the next like podcast. They, oh. they go listen to something else. But I heard that most people don't do that. They listen oh, to okay. the very last they listen, note. I would say you got to listen all the way through to the end. To have your full experience. Right and, yeah. and, and give you us five, hear give us five, star, five stars yeah. and all right. that. Yeah. Okay. Before we do number seven, just in case <laughs> just we need to case. reach that one person, we see that hand. <laughs> <laughs> the buses will wait. So, I, I do want to say that I think uh, our next conference. This is a little bit of a foretaste for our Ooh. next conference. So it will be uh, October twenty twenty three. Yeah. And we be. are going to call that making all things new. Mm. And we're going to go for the optimistic take on sure. how do we maneuver, how do we deal with discouragement because of whether it's politics or personal relationships or difficulties or health issues. We want to talk about the future. We want to talk about the fact that in Revelation chapter 21, he is making all things new. Therefore, we're going to talk about glorification. We're going to talk about regeneration and the already not yet aspects. Mm, we're going yeah. to talk about coming perfect justice one day. We haven't announced the speaker lineup yet. We'll do that in the day ahead and if you're listening to this after the fact you'll know who the speakers you'll were. know who they are that's yeah. kind of weird and you could go back and listen that's to the like, audio that's, that's already like available. reversed already not weird. yet understanding the decree and how it unfolds before that that we're getting weird now. that's getting trippy weird okay yeah before we leave the topic of jumping ahead before the episode's over yes i'm strange i can't do that like there's some kind of ocd thing i have where i have to see that timeline at the bottom reach all zeros I, li- I can, I can I appreciate can't that. I do that. I can it, appreciate that about you. It's stressing me out thinking Pactumverse <laughs> listeners do that. <laughs> Back stress, on the sofa, What stresses me out is when people don't listen at regular speed, Mike Abendroth. You don't listen? I listen at full regular. One you point, 1X? Yeah, one for sure. Ooh, I'm 1.8. You are? Yeah, 1.8. I'm just not down with the chipmunky factor. It, it's One to me is now like you're listening to people just I think you know what I'm going to start drinking more packed coffee right more more I'm going to start talking more like this and I want to go a little bit faster because <laughs> what I want you to do is go absolutely crazy when you do 1.8 because <laughs> I think that's crazy and I don't think that should ever be done I love it so okay number seven I, on now, our, oh. I'm listening to an audio book recently yeah and I actually was going a little ahead I don't know if it was like 1.2 or what it was getting crazy I, I kind of felt like a progressive <laughs> I, I, I kind of felt like I was some kind of leftist liberal theological. Oh, you gotta be joking me. No, I didn't. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, number seven, wrapping up our list here of seven strategies that start with S that will assist us in surviving discouragement. Number seven is Nicely done. Understanding the second coming. Oh, there we go. That's a perfect second leading. Second coming. Understanding the S, second coming. Yes, then all things will be new. We'll experience all the new things. We have to keep a right perspective. Understanding the end is not just about having the right color on your charts right? Um, and trying to figure it all out, but the Lord is returning. He's promised he would return. We're to anticipate that. We are too long for that day. It's going to be good when all wrongs are made right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the new Jerusalem, right? right? We, we yeah. need the Lord to destroy. We need the Lord to um, recreate, if you will, and we need him to return we long for that day. The Bible says when we see him and we'll be made like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The great consummation helps us to face discouragement. Right. Yeah. Right? Knowing that this is not the end. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, with all of that in mind, yes. remember, 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 if you give us five stars, it helps. If you recommend the episode to a friend, it helps. It's pretty fun just to watch the Pactum verse um, 
swell. Swell, yeah. Uh-huh. Grow. It's growing. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun to see that happen. Fun to hear people benefit and learning. Uh, it makes me smile. It started as a fun little experiment, and it's turning into a fun big experiment. Yeah, fun big experiment, that's right. <laughs> is, is what it is. So yeah. if you want to get in touch with us, Mike can tell you how to do that. Yeah, thanks for being a part of the Pact and Verse. You can get in touch with us all over the interwebs, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever else. Email us, connect at thepactum.org. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on The Pactum. 